Do you remember Lance Von Erich from World Class Championship Wrestling? You can read all about his wrestling career in Portland, in Dallas, and overseas in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. 25 chapters in all. You'll be surprised what you read. Go to LanceByChance.com. Yo, this is the Rod Wallace, Jay Davis. And you listen to Russellville Podcast, man. Check it out. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and today's guest is Jay Davis, also known as the Rottweiler. How you doing today, Jay? Hey, what's up, man? You already know what it is, man. Hey, Jay, for for those who, who may not be familiar with you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you wrestle. Uh man, my name is Rockwaller J. Davis. Uh born and raised in Montgomery, Texas, man. You know, uh you know, I wrestle all throughout Texas, Mississippi, uh been in Louisiana, been in Mexico a few times. Uh yeah, man. You know, I'm getting my name out there. With you living in the Houston area, I'm sure you 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 take a lot of dates and shows out there. What what is the Houston scene uh like right now? Uh, right now, man, Houston, Texas is the hottest professional wrestling scene there is. You have people from different countries, uh, coming to wrestle in Houston. You have, uh, different people from, uh, different parts of the state, um, from all over the world, man. Uh, big name wrestlers to the small name wrestlers, uh, former WWE wrestlers or former Impact wrestlers, current AEW wrestlers. Um, all coming to Houston, Texas to get, uh, you know, part of that, that, uh, the hot pot, that's what I call it. The hot pot of Houston, Texas, man. And how long have you been wrestling on the scene there? Officially wrestling, doing shows, I want to say going on two years now. And who are some of the, the top players you think on the independent scene in that area? You know, talking East Texas, Houston, uh, you know, I know I know you wrestle a little bit into uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, you know, some of the Gulf Coast states. But, you know, who are the top players, you think, right now in, in the Houston, Texas, East Texas scene? Other than myself, you know, because I got to put myself in that bracket, uh, you got your, your, your new Texas pro uh, heavyweight champion, uh, Brian Keith, Cowboy Brian Keith. You got uh, the Latin heartthrob, Gino Medina. Uh, you got a great tag team of, uh, LMC with Adon Baker and, uh, El Silencio. You have Afro Man Stevie Hendricks. Man, you got Nathan Bradley, uh, Australia Galactica. You have, uh, man, it's a, it's a lot more I can't even name right now. You, you, it's, it's so much talent out here, man. Right. And, you know, there's a, a lot of women on this scene. You got, Lucha Libre, um, you've got technical wrestlers, you got yeah. flyers, you know. Um yeah. you've got a mix of a, a mix of talent. Mhm. Yes, you do, you do. Like uh with the women, uh you have uh the the, the Queen of Extreme Sadika, you have uh the Prodigy Roxy, you have uh the red hot Miss Miranda Alize, you have uh you have uh, uh, Charity Kane, Danny B, 
you know, a lot of a lot of uh, talent, especially in the, the women's division as well, man. Mm-hmm. You know, during during this past year, uh, shows kind of slowed. Uh, how were how, you know due to COVID? How were shows and wrestling events in in the area where you live? How 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 was I guess the operation of promotions? How did that go? Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. For the first two or three months, I was uh you know it was it was like everybody else. But then the Rottweiler Jay Davis started to come in high demand, and and once that happened, even during the pandemic, I was doing shows. Of I I think in in 2020, I did about I want to say between 55 and 65 shows just within the span of June to maybe December, I did about 55, 65 shows. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, what is that on on an average? Three or four a weekend? Yeah, man, something like that, bro. I was was doing a lot of uh, double shots. I was doing a... Maybe two shows on a Saturday, maybe two shows on a Sunday. I I was going Thursday to Sunday a lot of the times. You know, different states, you know, different cities in Texas, uh, a lot of Houston. So, yeah, man, like I said, I had to play about 55 or 60 within a a six-month span. Yeah, that's good. And and are things – kind of getting back into to normal swing you think uh, you know we're we're about a year and a half out from from the shutdown what how do you think things are are moving along now uh everything honestly moving is pre- pretty swiftly man you know um a lot of people getting their names out there especially myself um i've got to venture out a lot um like with different different uh countries and stuff um uh, uh, mostly uh mexico but uh, I mean, like you said, back to normal. I don't think anything will ever be back to normal, but it's as normal as it's going to get. This is the new norm. So uh, I mean, it can I don't think it get much better than this than what it is right now, man. It, it's hot right now. You said that you went down to to Mexico. Uh, talk talk to us a little bit about the wrestling there. What what was that like? Uh, the wrestling in Mexico was pretty dope, man. Uh, I got to meet some people. Um, it was a great, great, crazy match. Uh, real fun, easy, uh, worked the crowd, you know. We in Mexico, so being an American in Mexico, you know, they, they already looking at us. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. With automatic, the, automatic, automatic heat, right? Automatic heat, bro. But it was fun, man. It was fun. I love Mexico. Um, you know, outside of wrestling, everybody there is pretty respectful, bro. Everybody's there pretty respectful. I, I actually thought about moving there for a few months. <laughs> well, here you are, 21 years old. You're two years in the business and going into another country to wrestle. Um, of course, yeah, Mexico is pretty close to Texas, right? I mean, oh, yeah. but still, to have that experience, this young in the game, what a what a learning experience for you, right? Oh, so much learning experience, man. I, um, going to Mexico taught me a lot uh, about the, the Lucha Libre culture, man. It, uh, like the, the respect behind the mask, um, just the respect that you give the audience. Because, um, you know, the, 
the audience, they they the they the man respect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, you're going to give them respect no matter what. But um, yeah, man, I learned a lot. Who did you wrestle down there? I had a match with um Tony Tejano. Oh man, the names are slipping my head. They're, they're slipping me right now. But the the promotion was um Kingdom Wrestling in Mexico. I can't I can't think of everybody's name right now. But I did team with uh, Low Rider and Chris Carter against uh, three other amazing talents. Let's talk a little bit about how you got started into uh, the wrestling business. What was it about professional wrestling that wanted you to pr- pursue it as a career? Started with my grandpa. And uh, you know me being a baby and everything, and uh, putting his, putting myself in his lap, and us watching wrestling to calm me down from crying as a baby, you know. But uh, I just start taking it serious as wanting to be a wrestler until I was about honestly probably six. You know, that's when I was like, man, this is what I want to do when I grow up. You know, so since then I've I've always done something to keep myself, you know, in shape or as much in shape as possible to to get to where I'm at right now. And what was that road like for you to uh, start training? And who were some of the people that you trained with and, you know, to get you where you are today? Uh, me and Vinny Zuko in the gym was a very was, – was the was the kickstart. Um, he took me to Texas All-Star Wrestling, and there I met Bob Murphy, um, the, the owner of Texas All-Star Wrestling, um, Terry Calhoun was the main trainer there. That man taught me so much. Uh, I'm forever grateful for him. Uh, Scobie Gober, uh, he helped me a lot with um, coming up with different moves and having different moves in my in my moveset. Um, Jason Sullivan, if if I tell you there's one person, like if you, other than Vinny, but if you threw everybody out other than Vinny, if you threw everybody out, that would be the man that I would say helped me more than anybody. And that's just with character and and cadence and and being able to work the crowd and making people feel emotion. You know what I mean? Making people feel like I either want to get behind this guy or when he get out the ring, I want to slap him or spit on something like that. You know what I mean? And I take that, I take that, so personal because without him, Jay Davis, the Rockwater Jay Davis, would not be in a position that he is in right now. There would be no Rockwater Jay Davis without him. There would be no no me. You know what I mean? I, right. if, I, if I didn't meet him, I would still be stuck where I'm at. You know, I think a lot of people think that you know wrestling is well. You get in the ring and you you move around and all this stuff, but you know what people forget that there is a certain amount of psychology and there is a certain amount of storytelling and you know uh it's it's multifaceted you know it's just not flying off the ropes or running around in there or you know what i mean it's just not Correct. beating somebody up there's there's a lot to it Correct. it's it's a lot to it man um Pedro Ortega was a guy that really helped me out as well, um, aka Lowrider. Uh, he helped me out with uh, the Lucha, the Lucha style. You know, he he got me a lot of big bookings against a lot of big names. He's another guy that uh, helped me get to where I'm at right now. 
the main the main four the four core people that I would say helped me, Terry Calhoun, Pedro Ortega, Vinny Zuko, and Jason Sullivan, the four core people that helped me out in my career that I would literally give everything that I have to I I would give it to them. As well as my girlfriend, because if it wasn't for her telling me to go ahead and go to the gym, I probably wouldn't have met Benny right there at that moment. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Isn't it funny how things work out though? When, especially yeah. like when you're at your your wit's end or you're frustrated with something, and and then uh, you just kind of go, you know, do something else, and and before you know it, you know, things fall back into place, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that works, man. It's it's a blessing, man. I, I'm I'm very blessed to be in the spot that I am in right now. And uh, you know, talk about uh, you just talk about what's in store. What 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 can we expect from you uh, moving forward? What do you plan to be doing, or is there anything on the on the horizon that? that you want to talk about anything that's happening down the road? Man, there's a lot happening down the road, man. I want to and, and not giving too much detail and spoiling for the fans, but uh, a lot of stuff in store for the Rod Wallace Day Davis coming up 2021, ending that is going to be pretty big. Uh, 2022 is going to be a lot bigger, a lot bigger, so stay in tune. But um, as, as for now, um, we continue doing what I'm doing. Uh, I do have some matches coming up. Um, I'm very excited for that. Talk about some of the wrestlers that you enjoyed watching when you were growing up. Some of the guys that, you know, that when they were on television that you enjoyed watching and guys that you, you just really couldn't take your eyes off of. Uh, obviously, Junkyard Dog. I get a lot of my uh, characteristics from him, but people that I love watching that, 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 that was workers. Um, Sean Michaels, uh, to me, is the greatest of all time. Um, I love the way he worked. Um, AJ Styles is literally this generation's Sean Michaels. If I could, uh, honestly meet either one of those guys, I would, I would probably retire if they told me to. <laughs> like, I, I would, I love them, them too, so that much, man. But, uh, them two, uh, it, it was it's a lot. Eddie Guerrero was a, a big inspiration of mine as well, um, with character and even in ring. I still watch his stuff to this day just to to see what I can do and how I can move in the ring. Man, I, there's a lot of wrestlers that I watched and I try to pick up from each and every one of them to see how I can make what they did my own, as well as make it look different, but also pay a tribute to them. If you understand what I mean. How. Uh... Integral, do you think that your amateur wrestling uh, that you've had in high school plays a part in in the professional wrestling that you're doing today? Uh, it plays a lot, man. I mean, other than the singlet, um, just my speed and agility, the way I'm able to to shoot on somebody as far as, you know, getting them in a the hold or, or grappling with them. It helped a lot, man. Uh, I think without amateur wrestling, without me going through that training and having that experience, it'll wrestling, professional wrestling probably would have came a lot harder to me. Yeah, I, I loved it and I watched it as a kid, you know, from from a young age. But without the 
the the training and, and conditioning and everything of amateur wrestling in high school, I really probably would would be struggling even to this day of uh if I didn't have that that training. So yeah, it helped me a lot. And if I would recommend uh younger younger people, you know, under me that want to get into the business, I would definitely say the two things you need to do right now: amateur wrestle to get your feet up under you to know some things and lift weights, to have a look, some power, uh, to be explosive. Those are two biggest things that I would say do in high school or even if you just go to a, a club for uh, wrestling or, or weightlifting. Try to do those two things because those will help a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure strength is a, is a big part of the, of, of the game itself. Yes, sir. Hey, if there was uh, uh, one wrestler that you'd like to get in the ring with, who who, who would that be? AJ Styles off the bat. Uh, <laughs> it's probably impossible right now, but uh, him, that's that's the number one guy that I'm really just chomping at the bit to get it. I, I know he probably don't have too much longer left in the business, but – if there's one guy I can, uh, AJ Styles, uh, Sammy Guevara as well. Um, I love to get in the ring and mix it up with him. He's from the Texas area too, right? Yes, sir. I've met Sammy a few times, man. He's a, he's pretty dope, chill, laid back guy. He's a lot bigger in person than what he looks like on TV. Uh, that's kind of shocking, but he, he's a lot bigger. Like, the guy's Jack. <laughs> he does kind of come off, uh, kind of small, but then again, he he works with a lot of big guys, you know. He's around a lot of big guys, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Man, his back is huge. I I like when I first met Sammy, I was like, oh god, this guy, this guy's a jack, a lot bigger than what I really thought, and taller too. Yeah, he definitely takes care of himself. You can see that right off the bat. Any place where we can find you on social media, you want to let the fans know where they can find you and. uh what promotions you're working at or any anything on YouTube that we can go watch you? Oh uh, yeah, man. You can y'all can catch me at uh on Instagram at D underscore Rottweiler J ninety nine. Catch me at Facebook at my shoot names Aquarius Davis J A Q U A R I O U S Face Davis. Catch me at that. Um YouTube you can catch me at uh the Rottweiler jay davis all right well we sure have appreciated you coming on the show we enjoyed talking with you and and loved hearing your stories man yes sir yes sir yes sir thank you so much for having me on you're listening to the russellville podcast where wrestling lives Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll also read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, June Hernandez, and Billy Jack Haynes. And, of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your copy today at LanceByChance.com.